0: You're listening to 514 Kids on a podcast. We're learning the things and we're learning how to talk and how to celebrate Jesus every day. Welcome, everybody. We are back. With our second episode in January, we are learning about our big idea, responsibility. Mm-hmm. And I am back with my guest co-host for the month, Mr. Tom Baker. Hello, hello. Second and third grade small group leader. Wild card. Extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Yeah. So Communicator. Mm. Wild card. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Na- Ace in the hole. Ace in the hole, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go-to Tommy. Go-to Tommy. Is that, what, is that what they called you? Yeah. Yeah? Nice. Um, that's great. That's great. We, uh, if you're just joining us for the first time, this is a podcast for parents and kids to bring Sunday through the rest of the week and talk about what we're learning about at church. Um, and we start off every podcast by asking one question. What is making you happy right now? So Tom, what is making you happy right now?
1: So right now I am currently helping my friend organize his barn. Okay. And, uh, big barn? You know, It's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's like 60 feet by 40 feet. Okay. And I don't know if you have this problem, but sometimes doing things yourself Mm -hmm. is so hard because you can't find the time. Sure, And it's easy to do stuff for other people. Yeah. Yeah. And because, you you know, you get the reward of serving. Yeah. And so I have been organizing the barn for um, three months now. Nice. It's that big. Dang. And I'm coming to the end and here— Unfortunately, the people listening won't be able to see this, but this is uh, something I just
0: made. Oh, nice! That I'm pretty what, proud of. It is a giant floating purple dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right, close. Tom. I mean, it's yeah. close.
1: It's a uh, red and white uh, mobile tool chest.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I need I, to get my <laughs> prescription updated. I think.
1: So yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm. Uh, it's very rewarding.
0: Nice. That's great, man. What about you? Uh, One thing that's making me happy right now is the basketball Buckeye team. The men's basketball team. Okay. Ohio State is uh, really fun to watch. They've got a great point guard who's, you know, all Big Ten, I think. His name is Bruce Thornton. He's just really fun to watch. I think this is the most balanced Buckeye basketball team we've had in a couple years. And uh, I love basketball. You know this. Yeah, yeah. And so, I watch every game. And, oh, are they
1: good at scoring touchdowns?
0: Yeah. And also, you know, three-pointers and two-pointers. Yeah. Throws. Field goals. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Their field goal percentage is pretty great. That's awesome. Do they play on ice? Um, on top of ice on hardwood. Yeah. 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 Because it's that it's, it's it's shot. It's a great sport. Where they also play That's hockey. True. That's true. And so, they have the hockey rink, and then they will put hardwood mm. on yep. top when there's basketball. It's all making sense. Yeah. So I know that you were joking, but it was it's right there, man. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. So that is what is making us happy right now. Parents, kids, why don't you go ahead and pause the podcast and talk about one thing that is making you guys happy right now. All righty, we're back. Now it's time for the catch-up, and I don't mean the condiment. Okay. Because that's ketchup. Yes, I got it. Now it's catch-up. Right, We are going to catch up on what we've been learning about, which is responsibility, showing you can be trusted with what is expected of you. In week three, Tom, we learned what? What was our bottom line? Two words. We learned work hard. Work hard. That doesn't sound very fun, though.
1: No, it does not.
0: Yeah. What uh, verse did we look at? We looked at Proverbs 6, chapter 6, verses 6 through 8. And so, Tom, you're going to read that, Yeah, yeah. right? Yep. So here's Proverbs 6, 6 through 8.
1: You people who don't want to work, think about the ant. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander. It has no leader or ruler, but it stores up its food in summer. It gathers its food at harvest time. The
0: ants are very hard workers. The
1: ants are; they're fascinating.
0: Yeah. Now we compared it in our message. We compared it to this this <laughs> word that we don't use very often nowadays, but sluggard. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. So when you think of sluggard, that doesn't sound like a very hardworking word. No. You think of slugs, right? Yes. Kind of slow, slow moving. Slow and maybe a little snilly. lazy. Yeah, snaily. A mm-hmm. little slimy. Yes. Slime. Right. Yeah. Always
1: leaving a trail. Always leaving a trail. Yep.
0: And Red so crumbs. Yeah, trail of breadcrumbs, yep. And so the ants are hard workers and the sluggard is kind of like lazy, and doesn't do very much. You see, God created us to do work, yet often we try to escape doing the work that's in front of us. We pray that this is simple bottom line is a reminder for us to take responsibility when we have a job to do. Tom, what is something that you've worked really hard on and got to see some good come out of it?
1: Well, uh, when I first started... My remodeling career. Yeah. I met um, Pastor David Milroy of okay. the New Albany Presbyterian yeah. Church. Yeah. And I decided that I was going to finish his basement for free.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: And I I finished it. Yeah. And the memories that he has made. I got to hang out with his kids yeah. when they were young. Yeah. And I was, you know, I did it for probably three to six months. That's awesome. And uh, just nights and weekends. Yeah. And it, I to this day, it's been over probably, it's been about 15 years. Yeah. And to this day, I still hear and get to share with them the memories that they make in the That's basement. That's awesome.
0: That's really cool. I didn't yeah. know that you did that. That's awesome. And so, yeah, it's really hard when you work on something, right? And it doesn't go well. It feels mm. really bad. Yes. But a lot of times when you, we have to work on something, we're like, oh, is this even going to be worth it? Mm-hmm. And when it is, it's so satisfying. Yes. I built a patio in my backyard. Wow. Because we, um, and it's like a paver patio, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like deck or anything. I wasn't doing any woodworking. But it's like a 16 foot by 10 foot, you know, That's patio. That's It's big, yeah. yeah. And you have to dig about six to eight inches, you know, down. Oh, yeah. And then you lay sand and tamp it down Mm -hmm. and so you know it took a long time and then you got to make sure all the pavers are even and everything is level and it took like three or four months i bet and it was really hard and matthew actually came over i bought him a pizza and we dug like you know half of it we had to dig up this ground by hand yeah well with a shovel we didn't have any like big tools you didn't or, have anything. A bobcat or anything no no so we literally like we're each on a shovel
1: you were the ants
0: jumping jumping on these shovels oh to my. get down and then lifting it up and putting in a wheelbarrow and then putting it out throughout the uh, uh, the yard and just like Giving some to my neighbors Mm -hmm. who needed some sod, yep. yep. You know, um, and then move, yeah, leaving some some on the sidewalk, yeah, and for people to come and pick up ants and worms. I mean, sixteen feet by ten feet. Wow, yeah, and it was really hard. But you know what? Mm -hmm. I have a nice place to grill, yeah, and make steaks and burgers and brats and all that stuff to to share, share right? And to sit outside Mm -hmm. with my dog and just read some books, and that was really cool. It was. Super hard. But you really want to cool. know
1: something uh, interesting about that? That's yeah. that's pretty extraordinary. Because yeah. um, I, before I broke my back, I was in the remodeling industry for um, probably fifteen to twenty years, yeah. and I never did vados. Yeah, I, I mean, Dude, it's I did, hard. I did two of them, and I said never again. Yeah, it's it is so hard.
0: Yeah, me and my my dad helped out a ton, and so he had done it a couple times, so I had at least some level of expertise. But okay. man, those were long. Long, oh frustrating days. Yes. But it was really satisfying when I get to sit out there and read a book mm-hmm. when it's nicer out. It's yes. really satisfying. And so, parents, kids, I want you to pause the podcast and talk about what is something you've worked really hard on and you got to see something good come out of it. All right, we are back. I hope that was a productive conversation. Week four, Tom, we learned what?
1: Use your words wisely.
0: Oh man, this is so important.
1: That's it's tough. That's one of my I struggle with that. Yeah, one.
0: me too. So important that we did a whole kids camp about it just this past summer. Yeah. And so I've got a story for you. I want to okay. hear. It. Now, I growing up, I had we had a lot of family friends, but most of the family friends only had daughters. So okay. when we were all together, I would hang out with the dads. <laughs> So they were all like joking around with me. And my family's always been a little sarcastic. Mm. And so, you know, from grandparents to mom and dad to sister, everybody's got a little bit of a, you know, a, a wit to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And so I, like most adults in my life, my relationship to them was one where I could just joke around. Yes. Right. So my first full day of kindergarten, I didn't go to preschool. So this is like my first full day at school.
1: Is this when you met Chris?
0: Um, yeah, Okay. actually. And Thanks. so that's a callback from the last podcast. If you missed it, go back and listen. Thank you. And so we, I was in gym class, and one of the kids was goofing around, and my gym teacher looked at him and said, that's not very funny. Now, I had just seen a movie. It's like a cult classic movie from the 90s called Surf Ninjas. It's not very good. It has Rob Williams uh, or um, Rob Schneider and Leslie Nielsen, and it's about these three surfers who find out they're princes. It's like a weird '90s movie, but one of the lines in there is like, "Well, maybe you don't have a sense of humor." So I quoted that after my gym teacher said that what my friend was doing was not very funny. I quoted that to him strictly, just quoting the the movie. Yeah, and he looked at me and said, "Get out." And I immediately just started crying because I, I didn't really get in very much trouble at home. And like, this was my first day of school. And yeah. so I had to sit out in the hall my oh first day of gym God. class.
1: Way too And make so
0: I, what an entrance, yeah. right? And so I get home and I tell my mom and I am mortified. I'm so scared. Tell and me she, she laughed. Oh, she laughed. But she also made me tell my dad who also laughed, but like they, you know, it was a lesson in how to use my words wisely, right? You know, I I didn't mean any harm, but the words that I had used were not appropriate for the situation, right? And if we're not careful, our words do have power. If we're not Mm -hmm. careful, we can either do some damage, hurt some people, or we can say something we don't mean, right? Yep. So yeah, like we learned at Kids Camp, the words we use have power. We should be careful about what we say and how we say it. And so um have you had any stories where you have not used your words wisely? Mm-mm. yeah, kind of um, like my gym class story
1: um okay yeah you know oh I don't know one time I had a substitute teacher this yeah is, you know it's, it's not one of my prouder moments yeah but one of, uh, one time I had a substitute teacher and I just wasn't thinking and uh, she she was like, all right well let's uh, come up with some ideas. Of what we can do today, yeah. And she started naming some things, and uh, she she uh, said one idea that was just sounded so boring, yeah. And the whole class was just like no. And I was like, um, I raised my hand, and she called on me, and yeah. I said, uh, "How about can you can you write that idea down on a piece of paper so we can crinkle it up and throw it in the trash?" Yeah. Oh, and, you said that to the yeah. substitute teacher, <laughs> and, and I got sent out. To yeah, I got sent out to the hall. <laughs>
0: yeah. And and now we're leading children.
1: I know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't one of my brightest uh, moments, but, you know,
0: it was a knee-jerk reaction. We have to learn sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. We have to learn. And so, guys, working hard and being wise with our words is not easy. But when we do those things, we can start to become more like Jesus. Yes. And so now it's time, Tom, that we remember. All right, it is Time for us to remember. We have a memory verse for the month of January. Tom, why don't you go ahead and read that to us?
1: Suppose you can be trusted with something very little. Then you can also be trusted with something very large.
0: That's right. When we do the things we are supposed to do normally, then we can get more and more privileges, right? More yes. More and more trust. Yep. And so, guys, remember that responsibility is not just a good thing to do. It's what we were made to do. Now, let's talk about it. Yep. This is a segway. This is a time where we ask a few questions and encourage you guys to discuss them in the car. So Tom, I have a question for you. Okay. What is sure. what is something that you have to do often that requires hard work?
1: Um something that so I don't have to do it, yeah. but I um uh, it's something that i do yeah is get up before my kids wake up yeah and make breakfast okay and you know cooking from a wheelchair is not the easy. easiest thing yeah. especially at 6 30 in the morning Oof. So, i don't think
0: anything is easy at 6 30
1: you're, you're absolutely right yeah yeah except for sleeping that's yeah that's really easy yeah i'm i'm at, i actually took a nap in between uh breaks just now did you mm-hmm.
0: yeah i i i it was weird cuz you had your eyes open yes yes it's it's a
1: uh, it's a gift yeah
0: yeah that's 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 one word for it
1: so uh what's something that uh, you do often that requires hard work
0: man i this doesn't this isn't a hard thing to do but it takes a lot for me to do it and that is doing the dishes oh i don't like doing the yes. dishes I go to great lengths to avoid like soggy food or remnants of food. But that is always the last chore that I do. Like the last thing because it's just like it's my least favorite thing. Mm-hmm. And so I avoid. I try to avoid it if I can.
1: If I came over, would there be a bunch of paper plates and uh, paper cups in your
0: Believe it or not, plastic? no. Okay. No. All right. There would be a lot of dirty dishes. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I've I've gotten pretty good at it. But I just don't like doing it, you know? It's tough, yeah. And things that, like, are gross and hard to do because it's just, like, not the way, like, not the most fun thing for my brain to do. Um, I have no problem doing laundry or vacuuming because, like, I can listen to music Mm. or even cutting the grass. I like doing that. Oh, I
1: think everybody loves cutting the grass.
0: But doing the dishes is, like, oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. Mm. And so I avoid, I try and avoid doing it. Yeah. All right, parents, kids, I want you to pause the podcast right now. Talk about what is something that you have to do often that requires hard work. Do you like doing it, or do you try to avoid it? All right. I hope you guys had a great discussion. Now, Tom, why do you think it's important to do hard things?
1: All right, kids. Lean in, because this lesson is worth the price of admission. Ooh, can't wait. If you start doing hard things now yeah you it will be easier to do hard things in the future yeah and there's no way to avoid it hard things will present themselves to you yeah so uh, a quick story when um, when I was remodeling at yeah. homes there are a lot of corners you can cut there's oh, a sure. lot of things you can do behind the scenes that the customer will never see. Yeah. And it might be just as good um with them not knowing. But anytime something difficult happened, yeah. we always did the right thing. Yeah. And we did it right away. And eventually when something I mean, something big happened, yeah. you know, that like you um let's say you're carrying something in and you scratch the homeowner's um refrigerator. Oh yeah. You know, it's it would be so easy and it's very tempting to just ignore it and yeah. you know let the homeowner find it. But when you have a habit of doing the hard thing yeah. first, it it just makes it so much easier. Yeah. And that's something I wish I would have learned when I was uh, in the second and third grade, yeah, because uh, you start doing it now, and phew, it'll be a lot easier when you're our age.
0: Yeah, yeah, taking shortcuts oh. gets you there faster, but you don't learn as much. Yes, right. Yes. Yeah, my dad was always pretty quick to to highlight those. He's always he's very good with his hands. He's handy. He had a um, a hot rod. So he bought it. My namesake, my dad, I'm named after my dad's best friend. He passed away, unfortunately, like a, like a month before I was born. And so my dad had an opportunity. They had worked on this car together when Danny was still alive. And so my dad had an opportunity to buy it from his mom. And so my dad would work on it. And sometimes it would work for, you know, long stretches of time. And sometimes this car was not running, but it was like a Plymouth satellite with like a, pretty big. I think it was like a 357, some kind of engine in there, which is really fast. Mm -hmm. And um, but this thing, like my dad worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. And I would just be like, man, I did not get those jeans. You Perfect. know, like to work on cars, I like, I like figuring stuff out. I like putting things together, but just like the patience and the focus sure. to do that, I did not get, but my dad would like walk me through how important it was, especially because he would like take us to school in this car every once in a yeah. while, you know, and yeah. he was like, man, if he took any shortcuts, you know, it could be dangerous, yep. right? Especially yeah. with you building homes. And mm-hmm. so um, that's why we think it's important to do hard things. And So, guys, why don't you pause the podcast and talk about why do you think it's important to do hard things? We have one more question for you guys. It's a good one. Yeah. Why is it important to know that our words have power?
1: Well, when you know that your words have power, you can use them to do good. Yeah. And uh, I think a good example of using your words wisely is something very simple and anybody can do it and you can do it at any time give someone a compliment yeah and who doesn't like a compliment I don't know it it can change somebody's day yeah it can for sure and it doesn't take any effort yeah like I I like that uh, Patagonia uh, fleece you got on thanks man I mean I really like it thank you I could see myself in that you could Mm -hmm.
0: if you were wearing it you could see yourself in it literally
1: remember the last episode we were talking about
0: sharing yeah yeah Yeah. last episode we were talking about sharing yeah well i hope you find someone to share with you (laughs) yes me too no i'm kidding maybe maybe you'll cross my path today yeah maybe that's that is certainly a possibility
1: awesome so what about you what uh why do you think it's important to know that your words
0: do have power? So it's kind of like the stove or the curling iron or the iron, right? The things that get really hot. When you have the understanding that they get really hot, you can avoid hurting yourself, mm-hmm. right? So those things are powerful things. The stove cooks our food, right? And that is a good thing, but that can also be a bad thing. I remember my parents taught me to iron at a at a younger age. And one day i just didn't realize the iron was on and i like reached i reached across the ironing board to grab my shirt and i caught my wrist mm. and it like left a big scar there for a yeah. long time and so i realized oh okay there's like some danger involved in this thing that i'm doing yep. and so i have to use this power responsibly right yes. and so our words are the same way if you know the fact that we are even able to speak is a gift from god The fact Mm -hmm. that we can talk to each other and communicate and give people compliments and share our love, and express our emotions with our words is like a really cool thing that we get to do. And so we have to be sure that we are aware of how powerful that those can be on the opposite end. We can be hurtful, we can be mean, we can be disrespectful and all of those things. And when you know that, you can use your words wisely, right? It's kind of like... I, when I know that the stove brings me some good things from food, but it can also hurt my hand or the iron or the curling yes. iron. Um,
1: so yeah. um, did you know that God used his words to create everything yeah. that exists? Yeah. And one of my favorite um, analogies in the Bible is where uh, God talks about how our our words, our, our mouths and tongues are like yeah. a rudder yeah. on a ship. Yeah. You know, you think about the Titanic and how big it is. It's a big ship. But to steer it with this small little rudder. Yeah. It could wreck, it did wreck the whole ship. Yeah. And that's what our words can do. It's a
0: powerful thing. Yeah. Powerful thing. All right, parents, this is our last question. So why is it important to know that our words have power? And why don't you guys talk about a good example of using your words wisely? And we will see you next time. See ya. PODCAST 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 pod, pod, PODCAST pod, pod, cat,